It's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab a drink and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girl's night, all wrapped up into one. Okay, we're super excited about today. So I have my friend Alex here, Alexandria. Um, and she is probably the funniest girl I know. One of the women that I look up to the most. And wow. she's, I mean, just keep going. Best, I know one of the best tastes in music, one of my tallest friends. Oh my um, gosh. <laughs> just a hoot of a gal. We literally <laughs> met. We, the first time we met, we just went to a concert together and she drove down to Nashville and I, or sorry, she flew down to Nashville. I picked her up from the airport and we went to a concert together, like got a hotel together. First time we met. Yeah. And super dangerous. Just, yes, super would, dangerous. would not recommend to do this at home, but <laughs> But look what we got out of it. So, I know. <laughs> but we have mutual friends, so don't not to fret. Um, <laughs> but Alex, so what's your heck yes? Oh, by the way, we're gonna get into the topic, but I'm sure you'll see the topic from the title, so we're just not gonna True. jump into it right here. Okay, anyways, Alex, what's your heck yes? <laughs> okay, amazing. So, my heck yes, this kind of goes off the tall thing. I, this wasn't even what I planned on saying, but I'm saying it now. So I am at a school right now, like an elementary school doing Mm -hmm. my clinical practicum. Okay. And okay. But tell them what you're studying. Sorry. Oh, I'm studying. That makes no sense to me. Those words. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) Okay. So I'm getting my master's degree in speech language pathology. Okay. So to be a speech therapist. Okay. Um, and so also I, she's a Catholic, she's a Catholic mother. Sorry. Forgot that. Number one, she's a Catholic mother. All right. Keep going. That is true. <laughs> My tallest friend. I am a tall, over the Catholic mother. Tall Catholic mom. Um, <laughs> So part of my program, I have to do like clinical practicums and part of it is a school. So right now I'm at a school. And so I was in a session with a kid today we see him for like, he says like things that are socially inappropriate. Okay? okay. And so today he sees me and he goes, he just points at me. He forgets my name. He just points at me and he goes, are you like the tallest person at the school? <laughs> and I'm like, um, probably. And he's like, wait, do you think you're the tallest girl in the world? And I'm like, yes, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, it was, just, it was pretty cute. So cute. Yeah. yeah, it was a little confidence working. boost or not. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I'm not like that tall where it's weird, right? How tall You're are like, you? What? I'm 5'10. Okay. It's yeah, it's not weird, but like to like a fifth grader, I'm like huge. You're like huge, you know? yeah. That is the taller ass. end of women too, I feel like, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah but I'm That's not adorable. like six foot or something. Right. I was like <laughs> just two inches shy of six foot, but ain't no. Yeah. It was those platform shoes you were wearing. Oh my God. When I wear those, they freak out. The platform right? Uggs? 
Um, is that what you have? Yeah, like any, I have like these platform boots and I went into, this was last week. I went into a first grade classroom to pull a kid and all these boys go, oh my gosh, how tall are you? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I just need this one kid and I am out of here. You're like, why am I getting bullied in elementary school? I'm like, I will stomp on you. I'll do it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So that's my heck yes. It was cute. It was fun. Yes. I know. (laughs) It only goes up from here. Right? (laughs) Meg, what's yours? Uh, mine is that I took a risk on my nails today. I normally am just like a basic curl, curl, basic color girl. Um, and today I was like, you know what? Valentine's day is coming. I love this holiday. I'm going to do something fun and festive. And I was like holding my breath the whole time. Cause I just expect them to just not make it look the way my expectations are always too high. And then they always get shot and they actually look so cute. Oh my God. They're so cute. I was like, now I'm going to ask for daisies next time. And then after that, I don't know, Jules, I don't know. We're going to see where it goes from here. Avery's going to be like, why are your nails a hundred dollars? They also, well, I only got one with an actual design on it, but they were only like five extra dollars. And I was like, okay, five extra dollars for the design, the happiness you get from them. Every time you see it, I look at them. I know. I'm like, that's priceless. I know. What did you say the in the beginning? Yes. You said I'm taking a. It was something like you said two. You said like F and F. It was like you just said two F words, and I was like, that needs to be a phrase. I can't remember the words you said though. I'm. Wait, when on this like, podcast? Yeah, now. like literally two Seconds minutes ago. ago. You said I, I'm taking a risk. I'm yeah. I'm take normally I take a risk. All right. Hey, Cecilia here. As I'm editing this, I just would like to point out that she said fun and festive, FNF. And I just think that's really cute. It's very fun and festive. Um, Okay, back to the show. Okay, so my heck yes is that I started a Bible study here in Iwakuni. And um, (laughs) I'm sorry, it's not funny. It's funny. No, it's funny. I was like, do you live somewhere different? And then you finished the word and I was like, oh my gosh, you're so dramatic. <laughs> Did you change islands? So confused. Iwakuni. And um yeah. And so it's a fearless and or wow, it's a walking with purpose Bible study, and they have this one called Fearless and Free. And it's like, I've never done a walking with purpose Bible study, but it's so like, I've never really led a Bible study. Yeah. And it's so easy to like lead. We have the ebook. And so they're just like the books on all of our phones. And I also have a leader's guide and it's like, you were going through Ephesians and it like tells you, you know, what to read. It gives like reflections for every day. And then we go through the like discussion questions when we're together and you watch a little video, Mm -hmm. but it has been so good. We're, we've only had two weeks and we're just like rotating people's houses, like who every Thursday, like at 10, like who hosts it. And there is like a group of like four to six of us. Um, and everyone's obviously a military wife, but yeah, it's been so good because neither like that's Navy and Marines mixed together. So none of our husbands like work together, which is really refreshing. That's, yeah, because, I was going to say that's nice. 
Yeah. Like even if we were to get our husbands together, which it's so hard because they deploy at different times. So like some of their husbands aren't home, but like mine is, and it like flip-flops, but, um, like they wouldn't just talk about work the whole time because they right. don't work together. I mean, maybe right. they would, but it wouldn't be like, you know, talking yeah. about the depths of work. Um, yeah. so yeah, it was, it was, it's just really great. I'm so glad we're doing it. And it's only six weeks long. So this is your sign. If you're looking for a sign to start the Bible study, I promise you don't need like experience. It yeah. literally like you do it every day and then you come together once a week and go through the questions that they tell you to go through. So I love that. Um, speaking of that, that was almost my heck yes, but then Valentine's day nails trumped it, which is going to sound really terrible when I say this, but I'm hosting for the first time. I wanted to do it for over a year and we've been here for almost two years. So I've wanted to do this for almost two years now. And I've just like really drug my feet and I just suck at like initiating stuff for real, unless I feel like I have the capacity to do it, but I'm hosting a monthly rosary brunch at our house. Cause I like a weekly Bible study would not work for me. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I love that you have such a small group of girls because mm -hmm. you guys all get to really know each other. And I feel like that's something like the young adult, we've kind of talked about it before in here, but the young adult, like women and like young mothers, it's such, it feels like such an awkward season where it's like, where are my people? Because <laughs> there's like stuff for youth group and then there's stuff for like older people. And it's just like, we're here floating. <laughs> It's like, no, someone needs to put together something. So I love that you're doing that in Japan and hopefully it's a success here. I don't know. We'll see. I just like to host. So I'm excited for that. But so like, I'm what hoping... if an older woman comes? Are you going to be like, sorry, no, this no, 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 not at all. And that, <laughs> sorry, no, no. And actually... young group. Okay. <laughs> no, but I invited, I actually invited some of the girls who have either just graduated college here or are about to graduate and get married and stuff because I mean, we've also talked about multi-generational, wait, is that the right word? Yes. Just, yeah. yeah right. Multi-generational like female friendships and mm -hmm. how much we benefit from those. And so I don't want to exclude it by any means, but I feel like there's absolutely nothing. I mean, I've checked the bulletin for almost two years now and have waited for two years now <laughs> to like actually make something happen for like moms once a month it's super feasible you know like you come for two hours tops you get your husband to oh geez <laughs> you Is get it... your husband to watch the kid for two hours it's like a or... Saturday morning yeah it's Saturday morning okay. for two hours come and have brunch and then the other thing too I feel like I don't know if you noticed this Cece but it's different than just like having girls over to like hang out and eat food like the the prayer part or the bible study part brings a depth out of people mm -hmm. and like makes them kind of be vulnerable. So the relationships mm -hmm. actually have some like, I don't know, <laughs> tangibility to them beyond yeah. just like gossip. And it's really refreshing. So well, what you should do at the end is like, be like, okay, now we're going to go around and like have everyone say their prayer request. We can all write it down so that yes. we can, you know, and then well, maybe that will open up people. Exactly. So what we did in New Mexico, cause this is something my girlfriend did in New Mexico and I brought it here and took forever to do it but she would have you open up like we get brunch we kind of chit chat and then we'd all sit down in the living room with like our rosaries ready and before we started the rosary we would go around and share our intentions from that month or for that month or whatever and oh, then good. we would start the rosary kind of like praying on that and like feeling like okay we're all doing this together everybody's got their own things that they're like working through right now it was really good and it was like people opened up immediately yeah 
and it was really fun, but we'll see. Anyways. Yeah. I can imagine. I mean, Alex, you can probably relate to like the awkward season of young motherhood. (laughs) It's so, it's so awkward because, because (laughs) I mean, okay. So like the friends that I have that are moms, um, especially, I don't know if it's just this area, Mm-hmm. but they're all like in their like mid to late thirties, yes. which is fine by me. But like I'm this summer, I'm at the park. I really hit it off with a mom and like our kids are getting along. They're the same age. It's really amazing. And for some reason, the question I get asked like all the time by these moms is like, Oh, like what year did you graduate high school? And I'm like, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Like it's yeah. just, cause then I say, mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, I'm 17. And they're just like, they're like you child (laughs) yeah they're like I was doing this I'm like that's great you know and it's just I and then my friends who are my age who are in their like 20s or like early mid-20s like none of them really have kids you know especially like my friends I went to college with or high school like I'm the first person like in my friend group from college high school anywhere to have a kid and so it is so awkward yeah. because I'm like, yeah, I don't really just in this weird middle ground. <laughs> it is. And like, I'm an outgoing person, but it's hard to make friends, you know, when there's no like college or like Newman center or mm-hmm. something to like bring us all together, you know? Right. Well, and then it's even harder, even if you're at the park trying to make friends, because you're also like keeping sure, making sure a kid is occupied and like safe. And then they're talking to you. And so then you talk back to the kid and then you finish your one sentence with that person. Oh, and it's just like so oh, yeah. broken up. And I'll you're have like, like this a conversation with someone and we're both walking in opposite directions of the park because <laughs> our kid's doing opposite <laughs> things. But I'm like, Harper, can you like, be nice for a minute and let mommy like have a chat? Have a friend. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you are just so self-centered child. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention to me, okay? Gosh, Harper, it's not all about you all the time. <laughs> oh, oh man, yep, that's true. So we'll good. talk about a heck no. So, <laughs> Alex, heck no, I have no, no friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like, what's the real heck no? Unless it is, then we'll move on. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, no. Oh, sorry, I, I have friends. Um, no, my heck no is. It is, oh gosh, I have an exam this weekend that I'm just not prepared for. Mm. And I don't know if I plan on being prepared for it. You know what I'm <laughs> so you just <laughs> accepted the L. It's just like where it's too much to study, too mm. much to know, where you just kind of like shut not down even, and you're yeah. like, okay, look, I can't even grab. Like it's just too much. So I'm just going to test. And, you know, it happens. Yeah. I have, I have yeah. like, I have other things I have that are a priority you know I can't like stress yeah about like, it like I, I have like in college God and like my child you know before yeah. so yeah. like whatever yeah so like this like like back burner things you know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's my heck no it's just kind of like it's just kind of looming over my head and I'm just really not looking forward to it especially because it's on a Saturday oh um, I know that's dumb. It's, yeah it's stupid but whatever yeah I signed up for it so <laughs> okay you'd still not that's okay but it's still not a reason for you that you can't complain about it though oh I know I'll find a reason to complain about like anything like yeah like we signed up for the military but like oh my god but we'll complain about it (laughs) yeah right that's not our fault you know so (laughs) yeah blame your husbands they suck yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, that- <laughs> not your fault. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> exactly. Oh okay. What's your hick no, Meg? Um, my heck no is when you check the weather app and it says cloudy, no rain. And all day it is in fact raining all day. Lies. And so I'm like, well, that was, that was dumb. Cause I plan like, this is going to sound crazy, but I plan <laughs> whether or not I'm going to go outside a whole lot that day or what I'm going to do with my hair, my outfit, because I curl my hair at the beginning of the week to milk it the whole week. Yeah. Yeah. And the rain really just messes that up. So I'm just let down. I feel like I was betrayed today by the weather app. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I feel that too. What's the point? What's the point yeah. of the weather app if it's not accurate? Anyways, I know. What's your heck no? It <laughs> makes whenever I think of like the weather, I just think of like the mean girl scene where she like, you know, there's a what is it? A 70% chance it's already raining. What is it? You guys know? That? Yes. I've yeah, never watched it. Mean Girls. Megan. Like, oh my god. You haven't? Megan. Yes. <laughs> Can we just give a moment of silence for that? <laughs> All right. Add on another moment of silence for me never having been to a concert. All right. Just hold on. Moment of silence, actually. All right. There we go. <laughs> My goodness. That's insane. Yes. Okay. Next time I'm there, we're watching Mean Girls and Mean I Girls think 2. We did. Even though Mean Girls 2 is like really hard to get through. Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. Did we? It's like with Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, I know who it's with. I've seen scenes. I think we did watch it, but I just don't think like I didn't watch it when everybody watched it. So I feel like it, I just I lose some of that effect. Yeah, you feel, feel? behind. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just okay. like, I don't get it as much because it's like this is way old. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Well, all right. So my heck no is that. I was helping Patrick with something till 1.30 a.m. last night, this morning. And um, like we had this podcast recording at 10. So I was like, oh, I'll like be fine. Um, like I, I don't have to like wake up super early. Well, come 1.30 and I like look at my calendar. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, gosh, I have a work meeting at 3.30 a.m. And it's 1.30 a.m. I was like... Oh, <laughs> why? How did I miss this? How did I mess this up? And so I went to bed, slept for two hours, woke up, did my meeting, went back to sleep, and this is why I look like trash. So I think you look that radiant. Sounds awful. <laughs> radiant, glowing, practically glowing. From that sunshine light. Tell me, I look pretty. No. Um, <laughs> So yeah. All right. Well, moving on, um, before we jump into all things, Alex, um, Catholic company, Meg. Yeah. We're renovating our backyard slowly, but surely this year, now that we're finally out of debt, we're like doing all these home projects. And one of them is the backyard and like a garden area and all this stuff. And something I'm really excited to pick out is like garden statues of like either saints or Avery really wants one of St. Michael the Archangel, like taking Satan down. 
Um, and I think it'd be really cool to put in our backyard. My parents always had one of Mary. We have one of Mary out front. And the Catholic company has a vast array of oh. garden statues, different saints, Marian ones, archangels, I mean, you name it. So check them out at catholiccompany.com and you can use code HECK, all caps, H-E-C-K for 15% off your order. And all the links are in our show notes as always. And okay. So I have wanted one. I need to get one when I go back um, to Kentucky, but Catholic company has free shipping on an order is over $75. And I can't imagine shipping a stone statue. So that's like (laughs) super clutch. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So you can go to our show notes to find all the links and everything, but code heck all caps for 15% off your order. All right. Alex, Alexandria. So I feel like I should start with how I found out about you. Um, one of our, all of our mutual friends had sent a text to me maybe two years ago. And she was like, Hey, I have a friend who, um, really needs prayers. She's in an unexpected pregnancy can you please pray for her? Her name's Alex. Mm. So I was praying for her. And then two years later, we like meet up for a concert, which was crazy. Alex had no idea that that was something that like went down. Um, But there are so many things that McLean did that I had no idea. I'm like, sneaky, sneaky. Yes. Okay. So McLean's the mutual friend. Wait, is, are you the one on the reel that she posted that one time? Yeah. Yeah. This just went full circle. Yeah. That was, that like was forever ago. Oh my gosh. Wow. Did I know mm-hmm. this already? I don't even know. Anyways, sorry. Carry on. So a Catholic convo, if you yes. guys follow her on Instagram, a Catholic convo McLean, um, that's like our mutual friend to Alex. I totally, I missed that. I totally didn't know that was who the mutual friend was. I was thinking it was yeah. someone from Illinois that y'all two just like knew. Yeah. So Everyone right. knows McLean. <laughs> yeah. She's um, the OG Catholic influencer. <laughs> totally. So where does this all start? Where were you living? How old? Where? Just start from the beginning. Where were you with God? Okay. So this all started August, 2020. I was going to be a senior in college at Indiana University, which is how I know McLean. We went to college together. She's a few years older than me, but um we were like friends while she was there and so yeah August 2020 I yeah 22 going to be a senior Mm -hmm. and I also was a recent convert I converted um in 2018 so that was like spring of my freshman year I converted so still relatively and what were you before I I was, I was Lutheran technically, like I was baptized Lutheran, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't practicing like my family. Um, and I, we weren't practicing, you know, so Mm -hmm. it was was kind of nothing, just like a very loose, like Christian, like Mm Christer, you know, um, (laughs) if Mm -hmm. even that, you know, so that's kind of where I was. I had, you know, a conversion in high school that continued on into college. And I, you know, made the leap my freshman year. And so I was still pretty new. And I didn't feel like I felt strong in my faith, but looking back, you know, from what I know now, I was like, oh my gosh, girl, you knew nothing. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you were a child. 
you know? So yeah, that's kind of when it all starts. And it was, I, it was the summer. I just, I remember I just gotten back from a trip to California with my parents where my parents live. We went to Yosemite as like a family and it was really fun. We okay. So back. pause real fast. Yeah. This is, this mm-hmm. is, um, it's, this has nothing to do with you, Alex, but when you said Yosemite, yeah. I don't think I ever shared this, but I literally used to think that Yosemite and Yoshmite were two different things. And I, everyone was talking, like they post on Instagram, like in Yosemite. And I was like, everyone's at this Yoshmite national park. And then I would hear someone like verbally say Yosemite. I'm like, it's so weird. There's like a two <laughs> places. Wait, in you California. thought it was pronounced Yoshmite? Yoshmite. You make it, you made that so complicated. You know, there's like, no eight. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So wait, so when like, did you realize it was Yosemite? Like two years ago. Oh, You're good. joking. Oh, You're oh good. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, goody. Was that when you got to the park and started asking people where Yosemite <laughs> was or what? <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. Yosemite and Yoshmite. Okay. Sorry. So you like went to Yoshmite and like, you know, yeah, I went to Yoshmite and like, it just, it sticks out to me. Cause that was, you know, the last like normal thing I've ever done <laughs> before. Yeah. That was like, I had no idea my life was going to change like two weeks later. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was all happening in August and I always get nervous or just anxious in the beginning of the school year because, you know, just it's like new routine new change and going into my senior year I knew I was going to be applying to grad schools and that Mm -hmm. really scared me because I was like oh my gosh like where am I going to end up am I gonna be like far from my family my friends like am I gonna be all alone or like what I had no idea where I wanted to go and so that was like the forefront of my head you know I was just like oh my gosh grad school grad school grad school so much to prepare for that fall for it you know And so I remember like beginning of August in prayer, God was like really putting the fiat on my heart. And I was like, yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, totally. Like saying yes to God's will. Like I need to do that because I'm so scared about where he's going to take me. Like, I'm just so scared of the unknown of not knowing where I'm going to end up like school-wise, like just, I hate change, LOL. And so- (laughs) I was like really praying on the fiat. It was just like in my head every single day. He was bombarding me with it. I like could not escape it. And I was just like, I kept reading, you know, like the Bible with it and just trying to just see why he was like so obsessive with this, you know? And obviously I had no idea it was for a completely different reason. So yeah. And and describe like your like friendship situation, like who, like, what were you like hanging out in the, with the Catholic Newman center? Like, were you involved? Yeah, I was always, yeah, I was always like kind of involved in the Newman center, not like super heavily, heavily involved, like some other people, you know, I, it was just like, I don't know. I had friends in the Newman center and a lot of friends outside. So I had Mm -hmm. Catholic friends. I had non-Catholic friends. Um, My best friends were Catholic. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a lot of them were staying the summer in Bloomington. So in August, like we were all still there. And so mm-hmm. I had a really good friend group. It was like the first time, you know, like kind of in college where I was just really, really happy with where I was, you know, like mentally, spiritually, socially, I was just, I felt like that was like the best I've ever been. You mm-hmm. know, I was like doing just so well. 
things were connecting. And it was like, this yeah, is were, my, I'm in my stride. Yeah. I was like, I really did hit my stride and it was great. And I had been dating my boyfriend, Ryan, for maybe six months. We went to high school together. So we know each other very well, but he, um, we didn't start dating until like junior year. And so we were like kind of long distance because he went to school in Illinois and I was in Indiana. So like a three hour drive, nothing crazy. And so we would visit each other back and forth, like all throughout our relationship. And that August, like mid August is when I got pregnant and I, you know, you don't forget that moment, you know, where yeah. you're just like, oh shoot. Like, Wait, I was think... he Catholic? Like, were you guys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's a cradle Catholic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's Catholic. And, um, we like led a retreat together in high school and it was really sweet. And we've been best friends like throughout high school. So we know each other yeah. so well. And so then you got pregnant yeah. And so then how did that go down? Obviously we know how that went down, but like, yeah, obviously we all know how, you know, we know the birds and the bees, right? So <laughs> like an incident occurred that made me think, oh my gosh, you know, and it was like, without even thinking, I just kind of immediately was like, I need to take a plan B. Like I just all morals, all thought, everything out the window. I'd never been in a position like this before. And I was like, I need to take a plan B right now. And so it is like 2am, right? Okay. Um, and you could, you were like actively, like, you were like, I know this is like wrong. Like, I know I need to go to confession. Oh, now. Like, I knew it was wrong. Yeah. Like yeah. you were oh, aware I knew of it was everything. wrong. I was like, that is like Catholicism 101 is preventing <laughs> a pregnancy. Right. And so like, I was just like, I just don't care because it was just like so much bigger than me in this moment. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just don't, I don't care. And so I, since it's like 2 a.m., we go puffed plan B. What, so what is go puffed? It's like, a, it's like a delivery, a college delivery service, like a convenience store delivery service where you can like order like junk food and like Ben and Jerry's and a plan B. It was oh like, my gosh, I've never even heard of that. It is like, oh my gosh, because I was like, we cannot wait until the morning because like, we've got to just nip this in the bud. We've got to get rid of this. If it's in there, we've got to stop the ovulation. Like, I don't even know what's going on, but we've got to stop it in its tracks. And so, and we we can cut this out if you don't feel comfortable, but were you guys like, was this like a one and done or were you guys like struggling with being sexually active prior? It was definitely a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. It was something that like we had been like struggling with it only. Mm -hmm. It did not happen often. It was like mm-hmm. on occasion, alcohol was usually involved. Mm, that'll get you, you know. So like mm-hmm. low inhibition, just kind of like whatever, you know. Like I love you. Who cares, you know? Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> no consequences, which you know, is what you're thinking at 22. You know. Right. Yeah. So that's like kind of where we were, and yeah, I knew it was wrong. I didn't care. I took it within the hour, and I was like, okay. I took it like everything's fine. I like, you know, quote unquote, I protected myself, you know, from scary scaries and everything's going to be fine. And then when we woke up the next day, I was like, yeah, so we do indeed need to go to confession because I'm not really wanting to like, you know, do even more damage than what's already occurred. It just Mm -hmm. like, I woke up and everything just like crashed over me. And I was like, 
Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot believe what just transpired. And so we immediately went to confession, you know, worst confession of my life, but mm-hmm. it had to happen. And that was the last time I ever had that problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's enough. We're good. <laughs> like, I am good until I'm married and I've stayed true to my word. I am like, this is not something we are dabbling in again. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, went to confession, but still felt like I still just felt like awful and just very, very scared. You know, yeah. I was just so scared because I'm like, I don't know how plan B works. You know, right. I looked it up and cause I've never had to, I had talked right. to like, I told like some good friends of mine what had happened and they're like, Oh my gosh, don't worry. I've taken plan B. Everything's fine. But like the girls who had taken plan B were also already on birth control. Mm. So I was and, like, and describe what it is. It's like a pill you can get from like CVS or Walgreens. It delays ovulation. That's all it does. Like it releases a hormone that delays ovulation. It doesn't. Oh, like, I thought it stopped. Implantation. I thought it was a, yeah, I thought it did too. I thought it, but I'm probably wrong. Lining. Maybe it know. does. Maybe it does that too. But I know, I know that yeah, the that biggest thing it does is like delaying ovulation. So like yeah. you've already ovulated, it doesn't do anything other than just push some extra hormones or whatever into you. Yeah. And so, but like, I, I tracked my period, you know, but yeah. I mean, I guess I wasn't, I guess I wasn't, you know, ovulating when I thought I was. And so obviously I had already ovulated. So taking the plan B did basically nothing. Yeah. And if it's supposed to stop implantation, it obviously didn't. <laughs> well, and if you already, you found out you were pregnant and then took it, right? No, no. Like I said? took it like oh, right immediately after. after. Oh my immediately gosh. Okay, okay. Okay. Like an hour after. within, Got hour it. within the deed. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Because they tell you to take it within, I don't know, a certain yeah. X amount of hours for it yeah, to yeah. work, for it to be like at 90 something percent. Okay. Effective. And okay. so I like it's just like confident. over the counter, like it's not an abortion, yeah. like it's like this. it is, yeah, it's not an abortion pill. It uh-uh. just, it's just, a, it's just hormones. Yeah. From my research. It's like plan B, like this is my plan B. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause plan A did not work. And again, it's against the Catholic church, obviously, just if anyone wanted to know, not to yeah, like it rub is- it in Alex, but like, oh, just no. being clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I, 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 I know it's, yeah, it is not, it's not great. So I was feeling like I, all mm-hmm. these people, not all these people, but like a few people were telling me, Oh, I've taken before. It's fine. I'm like, yeah, but you're also already on birth control. So you probably yeah, already yeah. didn't have anything to worry about. Yeah. I'm not because I'm a loosey goosey Catholic and here I am. So, but still I was like, I just really doubt it because like crazy things don't happen to me. You know, I'm just like, that's not something that would happen to me because I'm the person who is like all throughout my life was just like goody tissue. I Mm -hmm. never did anything. never like snuck out. I didn't drink until I was 21. I didn't do anything. I was like a really (laughs) really lame, lame teenager, very lame person. I didn't do anything, you know, like I was just like, just very, I followed all the rules. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, this doesn't, things like this don't happen to me because I, I do everything right, you know? And so I, not to yeah. Alex, this doesn't happen to Alex. Yeah, like, I'm like, this I, is like, so like Alex would never like this. Is like the Alex happen. I know is going to grad school. Like <laughs> <laughs> the Alex I know, I know exactly. So that's why it was honestly a very big shock to a lot of people. Um, 
And so I found out I was, I, I couldn't even, I didn't even wait till I missed my period to find out that I was pregnant. I, cause it was, I'm like, that's like two weeks away. I'm like, I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> and so I remember at that point when I, I took a pregnancy test, like literally five days later, it was the first day of classes of senior year, the very first oh, day gosh. I took a pregnancy test. I was at my friend's apartment across the street. I have, I got like two of them. I took one, it was an electric one. So, you know, it was yeah. like, yes, no, you know? And so, or electric, I don't yeah. know, whatever. It was like a very clear telling you like, yes, pregnant, no, not pregnant. And I had my friend read it for me because I was so scared. And like, all of a sudden she becomes, you know, illiterate. And she's like, yeah. I, um, I don't know what this says. I don't, I don't know. And I'm like, dude, what do you mean? You don't know what does it say? Yes or no. And she's like, I, I don't know. And it said yes. And I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, that's a joke. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not real. And I didn't believe it at all. I was like, no, this can't. I was like, this doesn't happen to Alex Brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brown has a good hat on her shoulders. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? And so I called my OB and I got a blood test, like the, like later, I don't know, like very quickly after that. And what I did you say? They, like, Hey, I think I'm pregnant. Like, yeah, I just I triple check. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I just kind of blacked out and I'm just like, I need to take a pregnancy test as soon as possible. And I think they could tell I was, you know, in hysterics. So they got me yeah. in as yeah. soon as possible. I got the results a few hours later. It's a blood test. Oh, so it's, wow. it's accurate, you know, yeah. and they go, hi, is this whatever? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, so it looks like you are positive for pregnancy. And I go, so I'm pregnant. And they're like, so you're positive for pregnancy. And I go, I'm pregnant. And they're like, yeah. You're positive for pregnancy and I'm like all right goodbye and I just hung up <laughs> what does that even mean what's the difference I'm like, it's it's because it's like, like putting separation like thing, no it's like putting separation between you actually carrying a baby and like recognizing the pregnancy yeah. as a baby you know like okay, that's, that's what true. it sounds like that's it's like so putting true. space between the reality yeah so it was, it was yeah it was unreal and okay so can you tell us before like before you took that test what were those five days like oh my gosh I was like I was off and on crying I was just I could not focus on anything like I just it's almost like you knew I I think I did I think I did because I was just because then I was freaking out and just going down rabbit holes I was on like reddit reading or just on something reading all the people who have like ever taken plan b because I want to be like okay Who's actually my odds thing? Yeah. yeah. And so I'm reading all these people's stories. I'm just trying, I'm looking for like some confirmation. Something. Yeah. I'm just looking, I'm like just looking for some confirmation for someone to be like, oh no, like I I was in like someone who was in my exact position. The exact same thing happened to them and they were fine. Like I was looking for stories like that. I found a bunch of stories and I just I was just freaking out. And like I even told my mom. And that is not something you know, you want to tell your mom, I, you know, that I'm like, hi, I'm like having a pregnancy scare, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, I told her what, what happened, what happened. And she's like, okay, the odds are you're probably not pregnant, you know? Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, my mom says I'm not pregnant. So, yeah, so I can't be pregnant. It was just a lot of like back and forth, just like talking to like 
the few of my friends who knew I was going through this and the internet and just being like, okay, what's like, logically, let's think about this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, logically, I'm overreacting. Yeah. Like how many people have sex all the time, you know, never get where, (laughs) yeah, exactly. And I'm like, it's just like, and it's not like we weren't using protection, you know, the protection broke. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, it's like, not like I was just like going for it. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not, I mean, I'm stupid, but I'm not that stupid, you know? And so I'm just kind of like, we were just like going for it, you know? I'm like, we were using protection. It just. So at this point we had two layers of trying to not get pregnant. two layers of protection. And I'm like, just the odds are probably fine. You know, I'm like, you're just, you're overreacting because that's what you do. And you're, you know, you're just spiraling because that's what you do. And, you know, I just kind of tried to talk myself out of it until I was like, okay, I I deemed this day as being five days before I should get my period Mm -hmm. where I'm like, it should show up. And, you know, sure enough, it did. Yeah, it did. All right, I'm gonna pause you right there. I know we're on suspense. Sorry. <laughs> um, hello, obviously you guys know who they are, but I was so what I was talking about the Bible study. So the person who wrote the Bible study, Lisa from Walking with a Purpose, has like daily reflections, like a whole year of daily reflections on hollow. It's super what? awesome. Yeah, it's called Women's Devotional with Lisa. And they're amazing. Like they're like six minutes, five minutes long. And it like goes by day. Um, but they're so great. So if anyone's looking for just like a pick me up or like, you know, a little bit, little thing, it's a 365 day devotional. And it's like, actually, like if you wanted the book, you could buy the book, but this is just free on hollow. Um, it comes with the three month free trial. So definitely check it out. You can go to H a L L O W.com backslash what in the dang heck. And you'll find the women's devotional underneath the, um, dailies little title. So tab. Yeah, there we go. Check it out. Okay. So you, your friend is like, forgot how to speak. And you're like, I'm going to be speech pathologist. Let me read it. (laughs) It says Y E S indeed. You find out like from you, you get that blood test for sure. Confirmation. They say you're positive with pregnancy. Um, (laughs) and now what? Cause your boyfriend doesn't know yet. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember. I called him. He knew when I took the like stick test and we yeah. were both like in denial like false positives happen yeah no yeah. not really but whatever that's what we were telling ourselves and then I called him after I like after I'd gotten the blood test results mm-hmm. I called him a few hours later after I myself was calm because I was uh-huh. like I blacked out I was like having a full-on panic attack right yeah and so I called him then obviously it's not ideal to have to FaceTime him the news, but I was not in a position to drive over to him. Right. You know, so it was like what we had to do. And he was also, you know, you know, he was in this situation too. So it's not like he was blindsided, you know, and, but it was so mature of you to like, wait till you were calm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I was in no position to be speaking to him 
or really anyone at that point because I was just like I like literally just was blacking out I like was just I felt like I was just gonna pass out um Mm -hmm. because I just could not handle the information I was like oh okay so I needed to wait for him to calm down because I needed to give him the space to have his freak out and his panic attack Mm -hmm. without me currently being in one you know and so he had a friend there which was you know good and I mean he reacted pretty much just as I did just like freaking out you know and just being extremely upset because it's just not what not what we wanted at all right so I I had gotten um I was at my friend's apartment and then my best friend she (laughs) conveniently was on a bike ride and so she didn't know any of this was happening until like an hour and a half later she's got like 50 missed calls from a few people. I called like her house, you know, her roommates are like, Alice is freaking out for some reason. And Jennifer's like, oh no, she must be pregnant. And so she comes by and everyone's like, I have like three friends with me. They're all just trying to calm me down, right? And they're like, okay, so we understand what you're going through. No, we don't. But they're like, we understand like you're very Mm -hmm. upset right now, but like we need to go to Kroger and get a prenatal. And I'm like, that's for people who are pregnant. I'm not pregnant. I like refused. You know, I was yeah. just, I was in denial for like 24 hours. Yeah. You know, and so I just refused to believe it. And they were just kind of like, okay. They were like babying me, you know? And they're like, okay, that's okay. Um, <laughs> so we'll get them for you, you know? I'm, like, I'm not taking any of this. Like, I don't need it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And I was in like the earliest stage of my pregnancy. I found out, you know, as early as possible. Yeah. So I didn't need to see a doctor for a while. You know, I, Megan, I don't know about you when you went to your first, you know, checkups when you found out you were pregnant, but like, since I found out on like week one, I, I think my first OB was at like nine weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cause I mean, the first ultrasound, there's nothing to do. I mean, you're yeah. pregnant. I mean, you kind of know not to like to avoid certain things. And other than that, it's like, what do you do? You don't do anything. Right. You, just, you just sit right. there and be pregnant. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. So it was good that by the time that first appointment came around, I was like, I am pregnant, you know, yeah. and all that. But before we even got to that appointment, I was not even sure about keeping the baby you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I am pregnant. Um, I don't want to be pregnant. This goes mm-hmm. against a few of my plans and right. I just, I can't. And so I didn't know what to do because I was like, I know I'm like Catholic and I am pro-life, but like you say, I swear, you say you're pro-life until you're faced with a situation where you're like, yeah. oh no. Yeah, and it's really easy to say you're pro-life mm-hmm. until it happens to you and you're in a really bad situation. You're a broke college student. You you can't get a job yet because your undergraduate degree needs to have a master's degree to do anything. And you yeah. weren't exactly planning on this pregnancy getting in the way. And so I was like, I'm so screwed. I'm so screwed. And like, this is just my senior year. Like, I'm just 
And your boyfriend doesn't, doesn't go to the same school as you. I know. I'm like, my boyfriend doesn't live near me. My parents are halfway across the country. You know, I'm like, I have my family. I have no family anywhere near me and I can't do this. I don't want to do this. I've never exactly wanted to like be a mom. Right. I've always just kind of figured if it happens, like whatever, but it's not like something I was excited for one day. It just wasn't something I really thought about. Dreamed of. Yeah. No, I yeah. wasn't one of those people who was like, I can't wait to have a family. I was like, sure, but I'm not like excited about it. I don't know. Yeah. And so yeah. I was just like, I, I can't do this. And I scheduled an appointment to get an abortion at Planned Parenthood wow. in California because I didn't want to, because that's where my parents live at right. the time. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. I just, I need to have the safety net. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, but I don't want to do it here, like alone. And yeah. I want to do it with, like with my mom. I want my mom to be there. And I was like, I need to figure this out ASAP because. And your parents, cause there weren't, they weren't Catholic. They were just like, we're going to support you in yes. whatever. Yes. Yeah. They were like, we, they're like, we cannot tell you what to do. They handled the news very well. They did. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they were shocked and I don't know what happened you know, behind closed doors, but to me, they were very calming, accepting, very there for me. And they were wonderful. And they were very supportive of either option, you know, is what they told me. They're like, we cannot tell you what to do. You need to make this choice on your own. And I'm like, okay, can someone just tell me what to do? Yeah. You're like, that's not helpful. (laughs) (laughs) That's so stupid. Can you just tell me what to do? You know? (laughs) So I was like, I, I need this appointment for when it was like fall break. And I was like, okay, I will be six weeks, I think, or five weeks. And that would still be the abortion pill. Because once when it Mm -hmm. came to the surgery, which would be like shortly after that, I believe that for some reason was different to me. And I was Mm. like, I can't handle that. But for some reason I could. Yeah. First trimester is the abortion pill. You take one to like it pretty forces much you to have a miscarriage. It, yeah. Like, you take one to pretty much like poison uterus. the child. And then you take yeah, the second pill that extracts the child. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, one, yeah, kills the child. And then the other one completely sheds everything in your uterus. It is like they, on the Planned Parenthood website, they're like, it's just like the worst period you've ever had. I'm like, yeah, the most murderous period you've ever had, yeah. but sure. Um, and, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Maybe I think, and, you know, I think I can get over this, you know, I think I can live with this. And that was like, what, like what everyone kept saying is like, what choice can you live with? And I'm like, yeah. I can't live with either decision. I can't, I don't mm-hmm. want a kid and I don't want to kill a kid. I, right. I, I can't live with either decision. I wanted to just be hit by a bus so yeah. that something could mm-hmm. just happen, happen to me yeah. and I wouldn't have to make that decision. Mm. You know, I was like, please God just hit me with a bus please yeah um he did not like, and, just like uh, speaking of mean girls just like a Regina George moment um he did not do that he made me put my big girl pants on and make the decision and I remember I was telling McLean this I was like you are so stupid to tell McLean that you're about to get an abortion because obviously yeah. <laughs> she's going to tell you not to which yeah. you know I don't remember how the conversation went but obviously I was like you're so stupid but for some reason, I was like, I need to tell her about this pregnancy. I need to tell her that I plan on getting an abortion. Mm-hmm. Little did I know she had planned to fly from where she was at in like North Dakota 
all the way to California to stop me from getting the abortion. Oh my god! I didn't know that till like maybe a year later or like a long, yeah, yeah. you know, maybe months to a year later. She was like fully planning on flying to stopping me if I did. She was a missionary myself. in North Dakota mm-hmm. then with focus. She was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, I told her and it was definitely helpful to talk to her, to talk to someone who didn't say, I will accept Either option, love and support yeah. you with whatever option. That was really refreshing to hear. I had a few friends who did like her and my other best friend. They both told me like, I cannot say I will support you with both decisions. And like, I cannot say it won't hurt our friendship, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. That like really stopped me in my tracks. And after, you know, a lot of prayer and listening to other people's stories, like Catholic women who have gone through what I went through um, and just like, just really, really praying and giving it all to God. I was like, I came to the conclusion that like, I can never, never live with myself if I took a life away, Mm. but I will always be happy if I gave life, you know? And I'm like, no matter how you twist the scenario, it's a child, it's an egg, it's it's a whatever, it's a clump of cells. Like, however you say it, it is like that clump of cells is always going to turn into a person. There's no Mm -hmm. other outcome for that embryo, you know? It literally will not turn into anything else. You know, and I was like, either you take away a life or you give a life. No one says you have to raise this kid. No one says yeah. you have to do any of this, but you can either, you know, yeah. like what, like what, what could you live with? And I'm like, well, knowing me, I cannot live with knowing that like, I, I chose to, you know, let go of my child. Cause yeah. I'm like, how, like, what would I do every May 6th on her due date you know Mm -hmm. what would I like I would I could not live with that for the rest of my life that's what I kept thinking about I'm like May 6th I couldn't live with myself for the rest of my life I'll be like that was a day that my child was supposed to be born but I took that away from us Mm, and so I canceled that appointment you know I was still in California and I was really happy with the decision I made and it was really really hard but I was like no one says you have to raise the kid Okay. It's one, I'm like, it is one step at a time. You don't have to, you like, don't have to. Yeah. I'm like, you don't have to name this kid right now. You don't have to like do anything. You just have to make like, just like God is illuminating each baby step for you. He will not show you the whole picture, but he's helping you with every little step. So just like stay in this moment, stay present with God in every moment and try to just make the most life-giving decision, Mm -hmm. whether that's literally life-giving or just any any journey of the pregnancy just choose the most life-giving option for you and your child and just you know you don't have to figure out your whole next five years you know Mm -hmm. so yeah I canceled that and then I had that first appointment at nine or ten weeks and Ryan my boyfriend had come for that you know and it's the Mm -hmm. first ultrasound and I was I'm not gonna lie I was starting to get excited I would yeah. be journaling and I was secretly excited. I'm like, I feel like I shouldn't be excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, to, I'm like, don't tell anyone, but I'm kind of getting excited because I'm growing a baby, you yeah. know? And I'm like, that's kind of rad, you know? I'm like, yeah. Well, kind of cool. And, you know, not a lot of people, like no one really knew yet. And I was like, what a fun little secret, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so we go, we go to the first appointment and we see, like, you can see the shape of a baby and it's insane. And then we go to talk to the doctor and it just, our world like falls apart because she tells us that she saw a cystic hygroma on the baby. And we don't know what that is. It makes no sense to us, but she, it's like this fist. It looked like a sack on the entire backside of the baby. And it's something with a, you know, the lymphatic system wasn't developing properly, but they didn't know why, like something like that. But they told us that it was pretty severe, meaning the child if she, like would likely it would likely result in a miscarriage okay and if you know she did make it full term then they can't say for sure what her life would be like mm-hmm. you know because it's usually caused by genetic abnormality right and there's nothing we can do if you know right. and they're kind of like best case down syndrome you know worst case miscarriage stillborn and I was like okay so cool <laughs> And this is the first time, first of first appointment. Wow. It was my midterms week. <laughs> oh, good. It's like, give me a break whenever you're ready, God. <laughs> it was just like, because we had barely accepted that we were expecting a baby. Right. We had barely yeah. just gotten to that point of being like, wait, is this kind of cool that like yeah. we are creating a life together, you know? And then it's like, oh, never mind. Yeah. (laughs) Like we might not be. And I had no idea how to feel. I was, I was a wreck. You know, I was Mm -hmm. just like, oh my gosh, like I didn't want this baby. I did this to myself. I didn't want this baby. I asked God to like literally do anything to get this out of me, you know? And I wished so much harm on this child. And I did all these things where now she's going to be taken away from me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what a lesson, <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. like, what a lesson, like, oh my gosh, like, can I just get a break? And so there is no way to treat this. There's no way to, there's nothing to do other than just time to see, cause mm-hmm. they're like, maybe it'll go away on its own. Um, it does that sometimes, or maybe it's like you don't just, even know what to pray for. You're like, what? I'm so I know. confused. I've never heard of this thing. And I Googled it online and there's like not a lot of information because it's like not super common and not a lot of kids, you know, fair with it. You know, they don't, right, they don't really, right. not a lot of kids make it sort of thing. And so it's just like, what do I do? So like, I had to start seeing a lot of specialists. I had to get, start going to like the Riley's Children's Hospital, which is like the big hospital in Indianapolis. And I started to have to see very specialized doctors so that I had double the appointments. And at this point, you know, I'm a full-time college student. I am working. (laughs) I'm I'm part-time working 20 hours a week at a preschool because I'm, you know, paying my way through this. And now I have this to worry about on top of the pregnancy. I just was like, I don't know how I can do this. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I need to drop out of school. I don't know what to do because this is like too much. Like I cannot, like my mental health is plummeting. Yeah. Um, and it was just so hard. And at that point is when I turned to St. Joseph. I mm-hmm. don't know why, but I did. And I started praying. Um, it was uh, not a novena. What is it when you like 
uh litany yeah no not a litany it's like I did like a whole book like consecration, consecration. Yeah. I did a consecration with some other gals in my bible study and it was like it was like life-changing mm. because he I relied on him I relied on him like more than God you know I was like he was my crutch he was he was my rock everything and I I just completely was like I have no control over this like I can't there's no surgery that can be done I can't do anything all I can do is give like choose the most life-giving option for her and so that means like I'm not going to do an amniocentesis to see exactly what's going on you know I'm not going to do those invasive um genetic testing because that has a risk for miscarriage and I am not interfering with God's design any more so than I already have you know what I'm saying and so I was like I can't I can't do any of those things. Like, I've already it. tried two times to get yeah. like, to not have this baby. Yeah. And you so know? I'm like, maybe it, like an amnio would have told me exactly what was going on. But I, at this point, I was like, we are cherishing and protecting this baby at all costs. Yeah. I, I was going to ask if you started to get sort of like a mama bear intuition, because you were starting to get excited yeah. and then they told you mm-hmm. what they said. And did you have a sense of like defensiveness of like, wait, no, this is my baby now. And I like, no. yeah, no, yeah. I would just like look down at my belly. Cause you know, I'm growing and I'm just like, are you okay in there? Like, what can yeah. I do for you? And I was like, I cannot, I just kept reminding myself. I'm like, you can't get anxious or stressed because yeah, like yeah. that is hurting the baby. The baby. I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, stop. And so I just, I stopped, I just stopped stressing out. I completely gave it all to God. I'm like, God, I entrust my future, this child's future. You wanted her here a lot more than me. Yeah. So I'm going to trust in you that you are going to keep her here or that mm-hmm. you are going to give her the best life, whether that life is only in my womb or if right. it's outside for a little bit or like whatever, I'm going to just trust that you put me in this position. And that is when I realized that like, we have no control over our lives. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just the best thing to do is just to give it to God because it's like, it's not up to us no matter what. Yeah. And so I was like, I just, I just let it go. And, you know, she kept growing. And at some point when I was like 20 weeks, I think I was at the, is that the anatomy scan? Yeah. I was at an anatomy. Yeah. Something like that. Yes. I was at the anatomy scan. They didn't want to ultrasound too often because I was really sensitive seeing that large Mm. sack on her and they just wanted to let her go a little bit. Um, and so we did the anatomy scan and there was like nothing, no, it it looked like a bubble, you know, on the ultrasound, it was completely gone. It was not there. I was seeing, it was a maternal fetal medicine specialist who did it. And she was like, oh my God, your baby's perfectly healthy. She's like, there's nothing there. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, there's nothing there. She's like, if I had no idea your past or your child's past, I, and you just came into my clinic today, I would have no idea that she had had the like sentence. She's like, why (laughs) are you in my clinic? Yeah, seriously. She was like this. She's like, this has never happened before. Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was like sobbing. I was just so relieved because I was like, oh my gosh, like she's okay. You know? And I was like, okay, this is amazing. But like, 
the doctor, she's like, but it might've left something, you know, like a, like a mm. hole in her heart, you know, some potential like deafness, some malformation right. of the face or the neck. They said, you know, she might have like a, a big tumor like thing yeah. on her neck mm-hmm. that she would just have to live with. And I'm like, I don't care. Like yeah. she's living, you know, like she's yeah. going to make it. Um, because I went 10 weeks just having no idea if she was going to survive, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was, I was so scared at any point I was just going to have a miscarriage, you know? Yeah. And so hearing this news, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't care if she's deaf. I don't care if she has half a heart. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. care. I'm just so happy that she's going to like make it through this pregnancy. And, and have so you saw, decided like you were going to, you weren't doing adoption. You were like, no, I'm this right. is my, yeah. you decided yeah. that once when I saw, I don't know the exact moment, I think it was shortly before the ultrasound, my first mm-hmm. ultrasound, the first 10 week yeah. one, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm keeping this baby. Cause I had grown attached, mm-hmm. you know, I was, it was just like, it's just so beautiful what's happening Yeah, where you're like, oh my gosh, this is my child. And you are yeah. so, so attached to them already and very like you said Megan like so protective yeah and so I I had decided I was keeping her um and so I was so I was just like so overjoyed was that a team decision or was that just a you decision between you and your boyfriend that was like that was a me decision and I told him I was like I am keeping this baby you know like Mm -hmm. you can choose to be a part of this or not like I will not I won't judge you if this is too Mm -hmm. much and you you want to leave, you know, I'm like, you have an out where I won't, I'm not just saying that. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to secretly hate you. Like you have an out because this, this is shitty. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm like, this really sucks. So you can leave if you need to. And he's like, Nope, we're raising a baby. Good for him. Yeah. And I'm like, we're raising a baby, you know? Um, and she was due, you know, May. So like at the end of the school year, so we're like, okay, doable you know? So yeah, we were keeping her. And, you know, I remember when I told Ryan, cause he couldn't be at every appointment cause he didn't have a right. car. So he couldn't visit me a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I remember I called him and immediately told him about the appointment. He went to buy lottery tickets. Cause he's like, this is the luckiest day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so this is the best day of my life, you know? Oh. Um, cause we'd both been like, we're like, we're having a girl. We're excited. Yeah. You know, this is like scary, but kind of exciting. And, you know, it was just a roller coaster. So finding out that it had just gone and, you know, we saw a fetal cardiologist. I saw so many specialists just to make sure that it didn't leave issues. Yeah. yeah. Any sort of issue. And they're like, we are finding nothing. Like this baby is untouched. Wow. Like this baby is perfect. Like she's the right weight size. Like she has all mm-hmm. her organs. Like she's perfect. And I'm like, that's Jesus and Joseph. Yeah. 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 You know, it gives I'm me like, chills. It's crazy. It is like, it is, it was like, it was unreal. Yeah. And so it made the rest of the pregnancy, the last, last half of the pregnancy go by so much smoother because I was like, you know, we should be having this baby. Like, you know, and I had already announced to people that I was pregnant, you know, and you don't want to it, you know, you don't want to announce and be like, sorry, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no baby that's, anymore. Like I, that's everyone's worst nightmare, right? right. You, you tell the world that you're pregnant and then you're like, oh, never mind. 
never yeah. mind. Yeah, it's hard, right? Like, I don't know what that's like. And I, I'm happy I never had to experience it. And yeah. so, you know, so it, it, it really, it worked out in that last half of the pregnancy, you know, other than the natural pregnancy, aches, pain, sickness, um, was like really smooth. And when I was eight months pregnant, so that was March, I moved to California okay. to give birth there because I had no family in Indiana. Right. Um, I had talked to all my professors. Everyone knew what was going on. They said I could finish the rest of the year online. And, and it was um, like hype COVID moment. So yeah, I had like a few classes that were in person and some that were online. So it wasn't crazy to be like, oh, she can like, it was so doable. Yeah. They mm-hmm. just zoomed me in on the in-person lectures. I was just like on zoom, you know? So it really, it really worked out. And so I moved there. Um, and then Ryan moved there. We wanted to give him more time. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. you don't need to be here. I just, don't want to go in labor in Indiana because then I'm stuck there. Um, So I'd rather move at eight months when I should be good. Um, And he came at the end of April. He came the day before she was born because she came early. (laughs) Yeah. She came like a week and a half earlier or so. And so he, poor guy did not have any time to settle in. We, it was just kind of like, why settle in what it would change anyway. So (laughs) <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So yeah, she came a week before my finals week, and well, so I still had to take finals the next week. Oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh, it was it was. Heinous. And you're like, I'm like, going to grad school, so I like still need to do well. Yeah, right. I was like, I can't just say like, screw it. Who cares? Yeah. But like a lot of my classmates, it like they were. They were like my village. They were like, yeah. we're gonna get this girl to pass, to do well in yeah. the exam. She can, she's gonna do it. And you know, my professors understood, but they're like, unless you want to take an incomplete in the class and complete yeah. this at a later date, kind of have to take the final. Yeah. And I was like, then let's let's take this final. And in the meantime, that spring, I got it, I've gotten accepted into grad school, an online program. Okay. And it started that following January you know, rather than August. So I had that time between April and January to learn how to be a mom, Mm -hmm. to handle those emotions and figure things out before I started my master's program. So like everything really did work out, you know, and we lived in California um, for six months from, or I did from like that March to um, October and then October. 2021, right? Yes, October of 2021, mm-hmm. um, Ryan Harper and I moved to back to Illinois. Okay. And, and when she was he, born, like literally no issues, none. No issues with the birth. I mean, it was like, it was long. And no, I just meant with her. Because like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, you know. <laughs> she was totally, I mean, we can talk about birth. Everybody oh my gosh, right? Talk about birth. But no, I just meant like no deafness, no nothing. Like No, nothing. Perfect. And like, I, I still, you know, had my reservations because I was like, things can't be this, like this is too good to be true. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, when she was born, like she was perfectly healthy. She responded to all the tests um you know I mean to this day I mean she's annoying but like she's perfect you know (laughs) yeah like I hate her sometimes but like she's she's exactly she's unfortunately she's acting exactly as a toddler she should yes yeah (laughs) so 
I'm like, oh my gosh, like that was just like, thank you for that crazy little bump in the road, Jesus. It really sucked. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, we're like so grateful. It would like, it went, it went really well. Like the only, the only downside is that my epidural Mm -hmm. didn't work. Mm. So, but that's that's okay. Yeah. That sucks. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, you did it all naturally a few times. Yeah. Yeah. So I did it. I did it all natural without wanting to that's even worse without wanting to yeah so (laughs) I tell myself I'm like the next time I get pregnant I'm just I'm gonna skip the epidural yeah I'm just prep for it Mm -hmm. because you're like didn't work anyways didn't work anyways what's the point it like it numbed my legs so I couldn't even like move around it Mm -hmm. like it was only good for my legs and you're like cool my legs aren't in pain thanks I'm like, perfect. Yeah, this is really convenient. So I was just like, yeah, the next time I do this, I'm going to just do it naturally so I can freaking move around. Yeah. And yeah. like not be like a prisoner in my own body. <laughs> it's like oh, an awful feeling, you know? Yeah, I bet. Um, it was not fun. So, oh. well, so, so now you're, y'all are where, what's life look like? Yeah. So now we just bought a townhome this past August, so August of 22, mm-hmm. we bought a townhome um, in Illinois. And so we're living there. And Ryan has a job that he's been working for over a year. Mm-hmm. Harper is going to be two in April. I am in, I just finished my first full year of grad school. So I'm okay. in year two. And it's part-time, so it'll take me a little longer than two yeah. years. But yeah, that's where we're at. We're very resettled. We, you know, we know how to be parents now. Right. It's, it's, I'm not going to say it's easy, you know, right. but it's not that scary. Oh my gosh. Like, what do you do? Yeah. You know, we're very used to it. We're like, this is our life. We love it. And we're well, parenting's working. Yeah. I mean, it's hard, you know? Yeah. yeah. This is a very challenging age to parent. Yes. It's just yep. tensions are high. Mm-hmm. It's all the time. All the time. It's just like sometimes you snap Wait. each other. <laughs> I have to read this out loud because this will probably I know she's you said she's about to be yeah, she's about to be two, right? Yeah, and in April she'll be two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone that's a mother listening will die laughing. Imagine okay. it's Sunday morning. You've been allowed to sleep in as long as you want, and you have no chores or responsibilities all day. There's fresh fallen snow on the ground. Your mom makes cinnamon rolls and serves you breakfast, but you're almost three, so you are blind with rage. (laughs) Shut up. That's like the most perfect life you could ever imagine, but you're two, so your life is terrible from the minute you wake up. That's literally them. Yeah. That's them at this age. Nothing yeah. can solve it. Nothing can answer it. But like, she's it. cute. Yeah. She's really cute. cute. Yeah. She's so cute, but she's going through the whole like picky eater. I don't want to eat anything phase. And I'm like, where mm. did I fail to get here? I'm like, how did I? I thought <laughs> I did baby led weaning. Yeah. I thought I did everything right. Like, yeah. I don't know how, why you're like this now. Um, everyone has yeah. to go to the Instagram graphics. You can see a photo of Harper and Alex because... They're so cute with her little wispy blonde hair. Oh, but what would yeah, you say? Yeah, she's got like, like little curls. Oh, so, she's darling. Mm-hmm. And Harper is just such a darling name. So yeah. Oh, um, but what would you say? Like, obviously this is so encouraging for anyone who 
either, either it's like comforting for people who have been in this situation or encouraging for people to be like this, like at the end of the day, like you were trying to do everything right. Like this, like it, this stuff doesn't happen to Alex Brown, the Catholic convert, like this doesn't happen, you know, <laughs> yeah. but it's like a wake up call to be like, no sin happens to everyone, mm-hmm. but there's beauty mm-hmm. that can come from some, from a bad decision. Um, but if someone was like in, if this was sent to someone who was like, had the abortion scheduled, what would you say to them? man I or even to yourself like, like what did you want to hear yeah. yeah I think I needed to hear the hard truth mm-hmm. that you know like yeah this is a bad situation but like ultimately you need to be weak enough to serve you know God is not calling you for your strengths you know he's calling you because of your weaknesses and you know it is like especially in that moment of being pregnant, whether you expected it or not, your life is no longer your own. Mm. You could say that in so many areas of life, like your life is not your own because you, you belong to God. And that child first belongs to God before you. That's like a hard thing to swallow as a parent Mm -hmm. is that God loves your child more than you do. And like that child is first his rather than yours. And so don't you dare touch Touch it hair on that baby right right yeah so yeah I have I have helped out a few girls who have been in who I knew who either went to my school or I knew from my hometown who had been in my position and they um now have their own little babies and so I just have such a passion to mentor other people that have been in this position because it is not the end of the world yeah. Is that something because, that you like offer or do? Can they DM or, you? Yes, yeah. Like absolutely. What? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, it is because I am just, I am so, so passionate about that. I want to help other women who are in this situation because you feel so alone and you feel like you have yeah. no options. And that's just not true because you're not alone. You do have options and like God would never put you in a position that you cannot handle. Right you know, mm-hmm. it's just, he, he wouldn't do that. You know, you were built for this sort of thing. Literally your body was built for you're, it. You're literally yeah. built for this. Yeah. yeah. It's not. And it's like, you, like, you just can't be, you just, it's not all about you. Yeah. And that's like, that's not what you want to hear in the moment, yeah. but it's what, it's so true. It's like, I'm 22. My life is all me. It's like my, 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 all of this was being taken away from me. Like mm-hmm. something I'm being wrong. I am the victim where it's like, no, like grow up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Hang on. You can do this. You're fine. Mm-hmm. You're not 16. You know, I was like, you're 22. Like you can do this. It's okay. Yeah. And even if you are 16, you can do this. It's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fascinating to me too, how after you decided to turn down that appointment at Planned Parenthood, you kind of slowly started to get into this phase of like excitement and you were just like, wait, this feels like the wrong emotion to be experiencing no, right I now. Remember, but I remember I was like, like journaling so about that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I feel like I shouldn't be this excited, but like, I'm going to have this child who like, is going to be like all mine that I like be your best friend. It she's yeah. going to be my best friend. Like, I didn't even, I didn't even care if she was a boy or a girl. I'm like, yeah. I'm just like, I'm going to be a mom. And it's like, I don't Innate. know, but 
it's innate. And I was like so excited because I was finally going to be a part of this like really cool club. Just mom, <laughs> just like motherhood. Yeah. And it, it seems like a cool club when you're pregnant. You're like, I get to complain about my kids at the grocery store and be like, oh my gosh, they're crazy. You know, I get to like, <laughs> I get to like do all those things that your mom, you know, it's just like, it's very cool. And I'm like, that's so cool that like, I'm yeah. 24 and like dropping my kid off at daycare. Like, that's yeah. awesome. You know? It's, yeah. It just, I don't know. I was just starting to be like, being a mom is cool. That's yeah. Yeah. Very in style. Very. It's in. Let's rewrite the script. Okay. <laughs> story. It's like cool to be a mom. Like moms can be cool. Um, and I also didn't. I'm not a regular mom. mom. I'm a cool mom. I'm not a regular mom. I'm not. This is so mean girls themed. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm getting none of the jokes. So it's great. I know. I okay. It. You need to watch it then. But like, it's, it's true. It's like you, like you can be whatever type of mom you want to be. And it's exciting to think about how you're going to parent, how, like how it's going to unfold. And it's, it's an exciting time. Yeah. So if someone wants to reach you, what's your Instagram handle? Um, it is underscore it <laughs> me checking my Instagram. It is underscore Alexandria Brown. A-L-E-X-A-N-D-R-I-A-B-R-O-W-N. We'll put it Correct. in the show notes. So yes. If you it's a photo of Harper and I with a glass of wine, super on brand, on brand, <laughs> a cool mom. If I ever seen one, <laughs> yeah, the coolest. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Alex, for coming on. I already know that so many people, I like was getting like teary eyed when you were telling this story. I know. So lame. You but- did it. <laughs> But I know it's going to encourage so many girls and just give such a perspective of like, I think so many times if, you know, you're on the pro-life side, you just, you don't understand. You're like, how could you, how like, you know, but it gives such an insight. It's like, no, it's a real person with a real decision. It's like, I understand the people who have made decisions. Like I have compassion for both sides because it is not an easy decision. It's so easy to say that you are a monster for even thinking otherwise, but there are some really bad situations that you can be in and it's very scary, but like, ultimately it's not, it's not your, it's like, you, you're not God. You can't play God, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like that child is yours, but that child is first God's, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So couldn't exist without him. Exactly. Yeah. And that child is just like a miracle, no matter what situation they're going to be born in. Like, yeah. but like literally wanted. Harper is a miracle. She is a miracle. I know. I have yeah. to like think about that when I'm like really mad at her, you know, she's like screaming and, I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm screaming, we're both crying, all this stuff. And I'm just like, you know, I'm just, I'm happy you're here. I'm happy you're here. I'm happy I'm we're just, doing this right now. It's really yeah. And Megan, oh my gosh, Megan, I have, I think about this all the time. This was from what? a podcast eons ago when you were like, just because Harry is having a bad day doesn't mean I have to I have, have a to bad have day. Do <laughs> you know can, how much yeah. I use that? I'm like, she can have a bad I day. I needed that reminding my day. I was yes. like, I'm like, looks like you're having a really tough go of it. That sucks. Sorry. I'm not. <laughs> that's tough that's so true so like Megan, yeah. you know those words have carried with me for oh. a while since you well, said that I was for like bringing them back to life I forgot oh, yeah. so <laughs> I need those right now that. yeah anyone else who needs uh, to hear that it's so true 
Yeah. Oh, just because you're having a bad day. It's just like, okay. Oh my gosh. Well, check out Alex. Give her a follow. Look at her sweet baby Harper and look how hot <laughs> Alex is as a mom. <laughs> and just like gaze at how tall she really is. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. And we're just so grateful for, you know, being, for you being so vulnerable and sharing the story. So give Alex, like give Alex a Hail Mary. Next time you're talking to St. Joseph, send up Alex's name and Harper's name. And um, thanks for listening, but we'll see you guys next week. And thanks again, Alex. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of course. Bye guys. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. We'd love to hear your What in the Dang Heck moments. So call our hotline at 312-775-2615. And don't forget to subscribe, leave a rate and review, share with your best friend, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.